Special thanks to Anchor for distributing my podcast through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, and Castbox. With my podcast, we're going to be bringing you discussions and personal commentary on music, entertainment, celebrities, politics, love, health, and happiness. So do you want the tea? Well, simply talk with Turk Bish. Just talk with me. I spend time and I spend energy and I spend effort and I spend everything I have, every fiber of my being to give people quality. Welcome to episode four of Talk with Turk. Do you want the tea? Well, simply talk with Turk, bitch. Just talk with me. Y'all know the saying. I'm back again here today. And today is going to be a great day. Today is going to be a good episode. I am so excited. I am in my creating process. And I just love the moment that I am in, you guys. I am loving everything that God is bestowing upon me. He is really working in my life. Y'all just don't understand. Like, God is really good. So far, he has given me a new job. He has given me these opportunities for my podcast. He's been blessing me with that. He's been blessing me financially, and he's still opening doors for me. And I just know that the end is not near for me. It's just beginning. It's just getting started. And I'm going to enjoy the whole entire ride of this journey that I'm going to be taking. So today, just give you a little rundown. We're going to go through some hot topics today. And I have a very special guest today. And I'm excited for this interview with him and this time that I'm going to spend with him later on. You guys already know who I'm talking about. I'm not going to say his name yet. I'm going to introduce him and give him a great introduction later on in the episode. But for today, you know, I just want to highlight that if you're a dreamer, make sure you don't just dream. Make sure you act on that dream, you guys. I want to be a little motivating right now and inspiring because... 10 years ago, I put in my mind to do something in entertainment, something to fulfill my love for entertainment, celebrity life, gossip, all of that. And it took me 12 years almost to get what I love up running off the ground. And it's all about timing, you guys. It's in God's timing. It's not about when you want things to happen. It's about when things are aligned to happen for you and for my listeners who don't believe in God, whatever you do believe in and however the universe puts out the energy that you deserve and that it wants for you, it's going to come to you in due time. So um, whether you have good karma or bad karma, it's going to come back to you, whatever you believe in. It will come back to you whether you're doing good or whether you're doing bad. So if you are out here doing bad, you know, karma will bite you in the butt. I have had my share. I'm not, you know, perfect. I'm a human being just like the rest of us. I'm a human being, you guys. So um, we all slip up. But I am just glad to be here. I'm blessed, for one. And I can only imagine what the future is going to hold for me and talk with Turk and any other creator that's out there. I do want to put all of my friends and 
all of the people that I support and that I look up to and that I watch on social media, I do want to put you guys on too. So if you have a business, if you have, you know, something that you love, your artwork, if you're an artist, I do have my anchor messages open. You can go to my anchor profile, anchor.fm slash Turkbish. You can leave a message there, promote your business. If you leave voice messages, I will play them, you guys, and I will promote your stuff. I will edit if I have to all night long just to help out my people. And that's what's most important. I wish I had people to do that for me and help me out along the way, give me some leeway or help me get my foot in the door. And I'm realizing that unless they want to or they have an actual passion or love for giving back and helping others, they're not going to do it. Because especially if you're a content creator or, or influencer, you do have to focus on your brand. So you can't always help people um, or allow people to be in your circle or manifest with you. So I understand that from a point of view, especially if it's not good energy for you, you don't need it. So I just want to thank y'all for listening to my TED Talk for the beginning of this episode. Next, we're going to dive into some hot topics. Before I do that, I'm going to play some music. You know, I'm going to keep you guys vibing out with me and I'm going to play some of, you know, Billboard Hot 100 hits or some songs that I do um, love or that may come to my head about for whatever episode that I'm about to have. I do want to just make sure that you guys can have a great listening experience and tell your friends, share, like, comment, subscribe. I'm not on YouTube yet, but I will be in the near future. We're just going to wait and see how the podcast picks up and takes off for right now. But I will focus on rebranding in the future. But for season one, I want to focus on where my podcast is powered through. Powered through Anchor, Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, Breaker, CastBox, and more. Much more to come, you guys. So you can check my link. Um, I have them up on all of my bios, Facebook, Instagram, and I also post on Snap from time to time. So you can find how to listen to the podcast um, and different platforms that you can listen to. And I encourage you guys to do that and share it for me, please. I would love it. All right, you guys, I'm going to play some music and I will see you when you get back. said every day was gonna be sunny skies only mama can't launch away I guess somebody lied started discussing it and fighting so don't touch me please baby come lay with me and truth be told I'm waving my flag before it goes bad yeah, yeah. cause we made it this far for better or worse I wanna feel it even if it hurts if I gotta cry to the other side Let's go Cause we gon' survive
Sometimes you're my general While I quarterback these plays Sometimes you're my enemy And we're throwing grenades And you're laying on my chest Don't know what happened Cause things just went left But here we go Back down that road That's just the way that it goes Cause we made it this far For better or worse I wanna feel it even if it hurts If I gotta cry To get to the other side As long as you're there I'll survive Contradiction. I tell them I do it for the love, I do it for the hugs, I do it for the buzz, I do it for the thugs, I do it for the rich, I do it for the poor, I do it for the kids that can't do no more. I remember standing in the mirror, searching for a winner, but I didn't see it in her. Now I'm going from a zero to a superhero. When I'm granting they wishes 
cause they be passing they digits They be up on the block, getting screwed by the cop Cutting school, getting knocked, whether they like it or not They'll break in your dough, might break in your jaw They'll bring back a lot, if you bring them a O For what you really ain't know, they airborne for starting Hit the ball in the garden, can't score no dodging No matter the squadron, lieutenant or sergeant Air force the army, air force an army Fatigues is on them, no heats is on them Cause grandmama crazy, they leave the Standing in the mirror, searching for a winner, but I didn't see it in her. Now I'm gone from a zero to a superhero. Jelani and Makaya, thanks to the Messiah, my money getting higher. One time for my niggas that be hugging the block. Two times for my niggas that be ducking the cop. Three times for my girls that pushing they own rocks, pushing they own rocks. Okay, bitches they don't lie. Two times you get mad when the blaze the gun, but I see you without a man, my erase your son. With a look, when you blow up, everybody gon' shut up. This goes out to everybody on the come up. Hey guys, we are back. I am so excited for episode four. This episode is just going to be a very, very special one for me because I recently gave news that I booked my first two big interviews and one of them happened to be today. And it's going to be at the end of this episode, the last segment. We're going to carry out with that and it's going to be a good time. So I hope you guys continue to tune in. While we wait for that moment, I love this person and they are just amazing to me. So let's dive right on in and get into these topics for the past week. So recently, part one of Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion came on. And you guys, let me tell you something about that. That reunion was late as hell. For one, it was boring. There was just, it was such a different energy. It was just so off. I didn't like it. For one, it's all about Portia. These girls are making it all about Portia once again. And I'm getting tired of the same exact storyline from everybody. Everybody wants to have a problem with Portia so they can have their little time for the camera 
and show off all they want to. But nevertheless, the ladies looked good. They just went over some of the things that happened over the season, like um, Drew Sador and her husband. They brought him out, asked him questions about why he went to Florida, and he said he needed to get away for his peace of mind. You guys saw that. And they also discussed Portia's activism and Kenya attacking her about her activism. And same old shit, same old shit, you guys. So I don't really think there's much more we have to look forward to for Real Housewives of Atlanta. But that part one came on this past Sunday. Part two is coming up this Sunday. I am pre-recording this podcast, so it will be out by the time this comes out. Um, but this episode comes out two days after part two. But part two is coming up next, and we'll look forward to see what we have going on with part two, and I'll talk about that next time. Next on the list, Jocelyn's Cabaret. Tell me if you want it, if you need it, tell me really want it. That's how her song starts out in the beginning. She'll be like, baby boy, where your dick B, like she is so hilarious, you guys. But the song, her theme song is like really catchy. I like it. She also dropped another song recently that sounds like some fire. It really does. She samples somebody. I want to say it's like a Caribbean or reggae beat she sampled, but the song is hot. It's hot. Um, you guys should check it out. It's probably on her YouTube and on her Apple Music, Spotify pages. So Look out for that. But as far as her show, Cabaret, she has been getting a lot of backlash. Um, Her and Rindy recently got into it. She went after Wendy when she did an interview with her about giving her her flowers. And she, Jocelyn feels like Wendy does nothing but antagonize her and make fun of her and talk down on her. And Jocelyn just wanted to be like, hey, just recognize that I'm trying to do something here outside of those networks. I'm trying to be my own boss, my own producer, and I'm trying to open up an avenue and lane for more girls to come. Can't you just see this is something I'm trying to do for the community and creatively and... I just feel like she had a point and Wendy was given very much. Well, girl, here's your flower. She thought she threw flowers while she was going live with Jocelyn saying, well, here's your flowers. She threw her little flowers that she had beside her. And I was like, like Wendy, that's so late. The girl is like pouring her heart out to you and you're kind of withdrawing from what she's saying and just not caring. And then she ended the interview by saying, they're telling me I have to go. They're telling me I have to go. And, I was just like, Wendy, give it up. Everybody always comes to your show and gets you together. But as far as the cabaret is concerned, um, episode two of Atlanta came out. And episode three is coming out this Sunday, of course. And it's going to be another good look. It's going to be more fights, of course. And it's interesting for me right now. It's better than what we've been seeing on reality TV. So a lot of people are complaining about it on social media, saying it's just too too ratchet and too hood and it's giving black people a negative light and they're coming after jocelyn saying you've been attacking people for years now all of a sudden you want to change and we don't want to see this on tv anymore and i just tell those people to shut the fuck up because who are y'all to tell somebody that they can't do something that's why she has the number one show on zeus it might not be in the world or in the country because zeus is not a television network yet but they are streaming their stuff through WeTV as it comes out. And I think it's a good look for the Zeus Network. It's 
owned by a black gay man and that's something we should be proud of and soon to come nini i hope that that show is coming out on zeus you were with the producer recently so i'm excited to see if you're coming out with something too next trey songs he will not face charges with the kansas police over his altercation he had during the chiefs game there was a lot of talk about this when this happened they said he could have been another black man that got shot he's a lucky man and so now we recently found out he won't face charges and all charges are dropped little baby and megan dropped the on me remix and uh, let's say it wasn't megan's best and a lot of people are saying that she wasn't needed and you know how the people feel about little baby they love him so if his song is already fire and you put out a remix that's not up to par with what your music is already doing, people are going to feel some type of way. And that's what happened with Megan. They are giving her backlash for her verse, saying that it wasn't good. But Megan, continue to do your thing. Go on hiatus, like you said. You just got nominated for a few Billboard Music Awards, so congratulations. They did try doja cat and they left her off the female rap list they nominated cardi b sweetie and megan and doja cat has been slaying this whole last two years and it's like you guys keep fronting the bill on her and not giving her her flowers and i just think that's very interesting to see she's such a talented artist she has the full package and we see how the industry is already consuming her and and trying to treat her and i don't like that but Nevertheless, congratulations for all the nominees on Billboard Music Awards that's coming out soon. Next, I haven't re went and watched this show yet, but um, Couples Retreat, it comes on VH1, I believe, and it features Yandy and Mendeecees, and it looks like they're going through some problems in their marriage that um, they are trying to figure out, and I hope that they do figure it out, and that's why they're going on this little tv show called couples retreat where different couples get together and try to iron out their problems and also find that connection again that love and just make everything okay whether they're married or not and i think that's a good look you know they keep trying to make new shows for us to be interested in and i'm gonna report it and tell you guys just in case you might like to go check it out some people might like those love type of shows but i don't um there's only a few but I don't know. I'm going to go check it out for a few episodes and see what it says. Um, recently, the CDC says that fully vaccinated people can go outside without masks. So I know people are excited about that. Once again, the importance of getting vaccinated is at an all-time high. We need to get vaccinated to keep each other safe to make sure that we do not contaminate or spread around this COVID-19 that we are trying to eliminate from this world. We don't know how or when it's going to happen, but we can take the proper and necessary steps, you guys, to do that. And I want to make sure that I bring that to light. Like I said, we're going to talk about everything on this on this show. I'm going to report it all. Next, a woman named Sydney Chase apologizes for her scandal that she recently had with Tristan Thompson that used to date Khloe Kardashian. So basically, this girl, Sydney Chase, outed Tristan um, about their love affair that they used to have. So disclosed all of his, all of his info. And, and that has been coming to the forefront, even though, you know, 
Chloe doesn't date him anymore, it still is in a negative light on her because it's like this man has cheated on you before and now this is coming out. It's like, dang, he was really not treating you like shit. He didn't love you, obviously. As much scandal as this man has gotten into, it's crazy what we see. But that's what recently happened with the Kardashians. You know, their last season is coming up and they're finishing that out. And I'm glad to see them go from TV, to be honest. Steve Harvey recently made some comments that made headlines. He said that men and women can have platonic relationships or friendships. He doesn't believe it. And he says that a man wants to act on his desires and a man just has different structures from a woman and different mindset from a woman and they can't withhold like a woman can and that he doesn't believe that they can be friends and I disagree with him a lot of people disagree with him because I have a lot of gay male friends that I can be you know strictly platonic with whether who you're dating or who you like there is that's possible that's very much possible you might have always have desires for being with that person or thinking about that person but that doesn't necessarily mean you have to act on it it's about your mental health i believe i believe if you're mentally and emotionally strong enough to handle that handle either rejection or just withholding your desires I feel like you'll be fine and you can have those good friendships. A lot of people can't do that. Um, And I just think it's a maturity level thing. So, Steve Harvey, try again. Next thing, Gunna and Young Thug post bail for 30 Fulton County jail inmates being held for minor offenses. That's a great thing. I applaud them on doing that because you don't hear every day, you know, people in hip hop making a change anymore. You All you hear is, oh, they gave to charity or they did this. They don't actually do the outreach or, you know, go and make a difference. And I love this. Two rap men in the rap game, Gunna and Young Thug, they went and did this for black people. That's so amazing. And I congratulate them. And I hope to see what they do in the future because I know that's not the only thing they're going to do. Next thing, we're speaking about charity. Kanye West and Balenciaga raised $1 million for DMX family with a tribute t-shirt. They created a t-shirt on his behalf in loving memory of the late DMX. And they raised a million dollars. So, Kanye West, you did your thing. Once again, that man is smart. He is a businessman. He knows how to brand himself. And there's nothing you can say whether or not he went crazy on us. He still knows what to do and how to handle business. He ain't a businessman. He's a businessman. And he known for giving bitches the business, man. That's a Jay-Z line. Next, ASAP Rocky and Rihanna are supposedly dating. They've been called out so many times. And they've been getting, you know, paparazzi has been snapping photos of them. And so that's the recent rumors. And that's what the girls are saying. Um, if so, you know, we know they have had a lover's quarrel for the past, I don't know how long we've seen them together before and they just have good chemistry. I don't know if it's just a marketing stunt right now. Um, and she has something in store. Maybe they have a song or if they really are dating, but if they are, that's an amazing look Two fashion icons together, a male fashion icon and a female fashion icon. 
Let's talk about it. Because they definitely are that. Next thing, her. She won an Oscar for, for Best Original Song called Fight For You in the movie Judas and Black Messiah. Congratulations to her. She's been doing her thing. She's been winning numerous awards, Grammys, VH1s, Oscars. She is really on the come up. She's really on the come up. I want to see more contemporary girls get to that level with their music. Even though we might not like the direction her is going with her music, it's becoming more so of a woke tactic. Like she's making music to become woke. And um, we might not like it, but it's good for the culture, of course, and it's good for movies and things of getting the Oscar. And she knows how to do it. She's an amazing songwriter. So congratulations to her. Another big win at the Oscar Oscars, I'm sorry, was Jamie Foxx. He won so wins his Oscar star and his voice. So amazing, Jamie Foxx. We know that this man, he's amazing. He can sing. He can act. He can do it all. He probably can do a little dancing. Hey, who knows? But that man is very talented either way. And congratulations, Jamie Foxx, for continuing to set the bar for black men in film and the TV industry. Next, Daniel Kaluuya. He wins an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor in Black Judas and Messiah. You've probably seen him on Queen and Slim and Get Out. He's another amazing actor. He's been on the come up since his first movie. And he's only going to go from there. Like, he just won his first Oscar. And we can only imagine the movies that he's going to be given the movie roles i can only imagine from this point forward so congratulations to him on that next thing let's talk about a little lgbtq plus news some good news on that new jersey's new state is to add an x on driver's license for people who choose to not identify this is very important because there are a lot of people out there who are non-binary when it comes to their gender and um they do not choose and i believe that that's very important i do think this is a great thing for new jersey to recognize that and it's going to only open doors for more states to be able to do the same and give more rights to lgbtq plus communities so that's great for the new jersey tony braxton she pulls up to jada pinkett smith house to sing personally for her they got together recently um tony braxton posted a video of her playing a song and then um Jada reposted it and said, when your friend pulls up on you and sings her whole discography for you, it was such an amazing time, sweet, da-da-da-da-da. She went on, and it was amazing for me to see that Tony does something like that for people, and she sounded good in that little snippet. Tony, she's an amazing icon, legend, pioneer, all the above, living legend. She is still here doing it. Got more hits going on right now on radio. And she's killing it on R&B charts. So congratulations, Tony, for all of your success, continued success outside of TV. I'm waiting for Braxton Family Values to come back. I hope that comes back very soon. So I'll be looking forward to that. Next, Drake and Damson Idris was at dinner together recently. Um, Damson Idris is from Snowfall. I'm not sure if that's how you pronounce his first name, but it looks like it to me. But his fine ass, he is on Snowfall, and he does a good job, and he is amazing, and the list goes on. He has beautiful skin, 
beautiful chocolate man. What a beautiful chocolate man. <laughs> he is an amazing actor and he's going to get more roles in the future too. I can only imagine for himself as well. So I'll be looking forward to that. I don't know why they were at dinner together, but we know that Drake is a culture vulture. Sometimes he loves to sit down with people of different cultures and it looks like he was mock mocking his accent in one video that they posted and someone was like, Drake's going to get that accent down very soon and deliver us some new content. I saw that on Twitter. I thought that was very funny. Who knows? But maybe he was congratulating him on the success of his show. Uh, you know, Drake has had some acting. Maybe Drake can be on Snowfall. We don't know. That would be amazing to see. So I'll be looking forward to see what entails from that sit down dinner. Next. Let's talk about how iconic the barbs are and how much pool we have in media now. So our fans recently made XXL, Double XL magazine rewrite an article they wrote on rappers influences that basically dubbed down Nikki's accomplishments and disregarded her impact for female rap. So they went back and rewrote the whole article. Um, they basically gave other artists their flowers and um said great things about them but when it got to the barbs they threw hella shade even though they rewrote the article they still threw minor shade at the end um but it's okay we have that much power that we made you guys go and rewrite an article and give her her due diligence and all her props so once again the barbs are in the media they love to bring us up for clickbait at this point in time i feel like and i feel like they do anything to sell their careers these days they blame it on the barbs they blame it on the barbs oh well the barbs is doing this y'all should feel bad for me it's still sympathy and payola out here and i need people to wake up and realize that the industry is just going to a plum fool just like the world is right now with covid so wake up you guys wake up wake up that's all i'm gonna say next on the list let's talk about summer walker I'm sick of her. She can be as talented as she wants to be. But she recently just said she was done with men. She's always in the news for something stupid. And I feel like you're always commenting at the wrong time, sis. Like, stop saying the wrong things. And you know how the LGBTQ community can go sometimes. They um, was like, well, you were holding this in the whole time. Why would you not come out? Or why do you feel like you have to go to women? This, that, and the third. It's like you're making a mockery because you are tired of men. And I just feel like Summer Walker, just keep her mouth closed and just make music from this point forward. And make full-length songs and stop giving us these fucking interludes. And shut the fuck up. But nevertheless, she's an amazing artist. I don't want people to get that confused with how I feel about her. And her personality and who she is. Because she really blew me with that whole. I have anxiety. Um, and I don't like to perform live. Given that's your choice to not perform live. But also you have to take account. Summer Walker that you are an artist. You signed up for this. Don't complain to your fans. About your personal life. And don't complain to your fans. About. Um, the decisions that you decide to make, whether in music or your personal life, don't blame that on nobody. Fix that yourself and just realize that you signed up for this. You are a public figure now and you need to get with the program. And that's just all I'm saying with her. Just make music for us, boo. 
Next, Jay-Z. He is a mogul. Just like I said earlier for Kanye West, I ain't a businessman. I'm a businessman and I'm known for giving bitches the business, man. Jay-Z just got into a physical fitness business. And he's investing in a fitness company in L.A. called Lit Method. Now, that's out in L.A. I'm not much familiar with that. But from what I hear, is an amazing um, company. And he's going to invest in that and make it a full-length business, I guess. He's going to turn it over and make it a more profitable company. And I think that's amazing for him, of course. Next. Kalani, she says she's a full lesbian now. So, Kalani, I always knew that you had a little sugar in your tank. I was like, girl, you know, you've always been very candid about your bisexuality, but you're saying that now you're fully lesbian. I believe that's what you wanted to do from the get-go, and I've always got that from you. I just feel like you had to do the bisexual thing for the beginning of your career, and I feel like you've always been fully lesbian because now everybody wants to be gay, and they think it's a cool thing. Um, but nevertheless, congratulations on coming out as fully lesbian. I think that's amazing. And the world needs to see that. And lastly, Brittany wants to address the court about her conservatorship in June with the judge. So, you know, recently a documentary came out highlighting Brittany's life and talking about, um, you know, her being under the thumb of her father and he's basically in charge of her whole estate and any decisions that she makes as an artist and as a person. So they basically consider her to not be um, able and abiding and I think that's really funny because she doesn't come off like that to me and I feel like the media fucked her over when she was an artist and I just think it all hit her at once when she was becoming who she was because Britney was at the peak of her career when she had her meltdown and I didn't like to see that but I believe she came to all of it and now she's trying to get out of this and I feel like it's what we need to make happen for her so free Britney and that's the end of the hot topics today later on we have a special interview that i'm excited about from someone i love in the industry he has worked with many people in the industry brandy keisha cole um and more tamar my favorite i love it and you guys already know who he is so he'll be coming up very soon i'm going to introduce him and i'm going to go ahead and play some music so you guys enjoy and i hope that you guys come back for the rest of the show So tell me I'm not somebody, cause you really need somebody. Cause you really need somebody. Cause you really need somebody. Hey my baby, why you looking so down? Seems like you need loving Baby, you need a man like me yeah, hey, my baby Tell me why you cry yeah. Can't take my hand in Wipe those tears from your eyes Can't talk to you Can't talk to you yeah. Tonight, oh, I'll hurt you. Can't talk 
is one of my favorite singers. And I'm not just saying that because he's sitting here. Because this just, he's the, one of the illest, y'all. One of the illest. He does, like, sicker shit, dude. He does sicker, like, more intricate. The things he does is very his own thing. Very original. You're just mad because you can't do what he's doing. He's a genius, yo. A, a straight-up genius. All right, welcome back to my listeners that are still tuned in. I am excited right now because I have the pleasure and the honor to introduce and interview someone that I love and have been fully supporting since the beginning of his career. He is a multi-platinum selling artist, four-time Grammy-nominated international artist, engineer, producer, and singer-songwriter. He has worked with the likes of your faves, and is your favorite favorite singer. As seen on We TV and BT, I want to give a warm welcome to Mr. Tyon TC Christian. Welcome, TC. What's going on? How are you doing? Man, I'm blessed. I'm, you know, I'm just living right now. I'm so happy with everything that's going on. So I'm just chilling, man. I'm I'm, I'm happy to be on here with you and talk with you. Amen. I want to just express my gratitude to you because um, I'm just grateful that you are doing this with me. I am grateful for the opportunity. So I will always be indebted to you. I really do appreciate you for doing this for me. And I'm ready to have a, a good time with you today and talk about some great things. How's everything been for you throughout COVID? I know that's been a tough time for a lot of people. What about yourself? Um, well, first off, I want to thank you for supporting me for such a long time. So, you know, I felt like, man, you know, I'm just going to show some love right back to you because you, you always like show me love and I've always noticed it. So this is nothing to just like do this for you, man. But, um, COVID was a crazy, was a crazy time because, um, a lot of people don't know that I take care of my grandmother also. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't able to do anything. I released right, the right. album. I couldn't do yes. um I couldn't do like get togethers like I usually do with my fans and have like listening parties and listening mm-hmm. sessions and play the songs. So you know everything was just virtually done and I, I hated that I didn't connect with a lot of people like I did, you know. Of course, of course. Now you did mention Normally. your debut album rain it released last year in 2020 first off congratulations and anybody who said of course and anybody who said r&b is dead lie because it's complete art so how does that feel for you your first album man it was i was so nervous about it because i'm to be honest with you i put it together in like a week Mm. and um I honestly sit on songs. I like create songs and then I'll be like, oh, I'm gonna put it out. And then I get kind of discouraged sometimes. And then I'm just like, "Mm, I'm not gonna put it out. Or, you know what I'm saying? I just be kind of in my own mind. You know what I'm saying? But I kind of feel like, you know, when you overthink stuff and, you know, you question yourself a lot, you tend to uh, procrastinate. And, you know, the time that we're living, these days like you really don't have time to procrastinate on anything that you want you just gotta really go for it so it was just like you know what i'm gonna just do it you know and i think because i've been online for so long since i want to say since middle school to be honest Mm. with you like same you know like (laughs) 
it shouldn't have took me this long to have my first album, but I'm actually happy that, you know, I did right. and it did good. Like I was so shocked that it was like numbers what six or seven on iTunes R and B charts. So it yes. was like wow. Well, that's funny that you mentioned it. Of course, we all get discouraged sometimes. You know, it took me 12 years to finally get my podcast up and running off the ground. So, of course, we always have to stay inspired. Now, in terms of inspiration, what was your inspiration for this album? My favorite songs is Rain, of course, and Halfway Out. I don't know what you did, and I don't know what you were thinking when you were recording those songs, but let me tell you something, Tyon, like... You are just amazing. I'm going to tell you this throughout the whole interview. But what was your inspiration for the album? Um, I think that because I'm such a, um internal person, like, I don't really discuss a lot of things that I go through with people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have, like, super close friends that I, you know, convey certain things to. But as far as, like, my emotions and you know, my sensitivity with certain things, I really don't have an outlet for that. And Mm -hmm. for me, music has always been that saving grace for me because I'm a a person that kind of bottles everything in and then, Mm -hmm. you know, you start going through the whole depression and, you know, you go through all of these crazy situations and scenarios in your mind. And Mm -hmm. um, I've always been like a super advocate about um, you know, depression and suicide and right, right, different right. stuff like that because I, I know what it feels like. And I think for me, music has always been therapeutic for me to let a lot of my feelings out when I'm not able to like really talk about it with other people, you know? Right. And see, mental health is very, very important. I also see a therapist. And one thing he tells me is, you know, when you are feeling down and out, you can always suppress that mood and You can go listen to your favorite music and your favorite artists, things of that nature. So speaking of inspirations, who are some of your inspirations that led you to become who you are today? Who do you go and listen to and um, just vibe out with? I mean, ever since I was younger, like the person that I say that I wanted to have a voice like was always Whitney. Mm-hmm. Whitney was like that one person I felt like, man, every time I listen to her, chills. whether it's live or in the studio, you just always had chills. And I always yes. said to myself, like, I want to have a voice to where when people hear me, they can feel me. I can give okay. them chills. They can understand where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like that's how I'm able to emote and like really convey a message through song is just from watching how she, you know, attacked a lot of things. Other people like Brandy, Michael Jackson, um, Beyonce, Destiny's Child, like even with just arrangements, like, you know, a lot of people don't give Janet a lot of credit for a lot of the things that she does, but like her and Michael, their arrangements is like top tier. Like I used to listen to them as a child too. And I think that's what inspired me to like, be like super harmonious, like, you know, create harmonies and different stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then of course, like when Brandy came out with like Full Moon, it's like, oh shoot. And actually before Full Moon, for me, it was Butterfly, Michael Jackson's Butterfly, which Dark Child did that too. And um, his Invincible album, actually, not Butterfly, Invincible. It's like the production is just, 
it's just crazy you know what i'm saying and i, I mm-hmm. think like i've always had that ear for you know like harmonies different stuff even shantae right. more like you know shantae is an artist in herself but she used to do a lot of background singing on records mm-hmm. for a lot of artists you know and she doesn't get and a her lot of ear is crazy credit. yeah you know like i'm i'm just a, a vocal person i used to listen to mariah celine oh. dion i used to love power ballads so yeah, I think that's like why I use my range also too, like mm-hmm. going up there and not just like super low and you know right. all that stuff. But I try to use every part of um, my vocal and my range, you know. So well, it's definitely there because I always tell my friends like when I listen to TC, like he's just the male version of so many people. It's so crazy. Like you can hear the influence and. I always tell people you are the male Brandy or vice versa. <laughs> or she might be the female TC, you know, because I know you guys have worked a lot. So, you know, I always tell people that the harmonies that you laid down in the beginning of Rain were just impeccable. Well, I I, I believe myself that I am a melting pot of like so many great people like Brandy, like Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. You hear Beyonce inflections and then you'll also hear you might hear a little bit me come out. You know what I'm saying? Don't do that. <laughs> it's like you just never know. You know what I mean? So I, I definitely have taken from like so many great people. You know, so right. You know, shout out to them. You, shout out to all of them. Now, what age did you notice that you had some type of talent, and how did you begin expressing that talent? I know that you were in the church a little bit. Of course. Yeah, I grew up Baptist. You know what I'm saying? We okay. we did the hymns and stuff. We Team Baptist. and stuff. Yeah, it was very straight to the point, you know? Okay. But um, because I grew up in Kentucky, um, my taste has always been, like, kind of diverse. I grew up, like, on pop and country. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Reba McIntyre and, you know, uh, Leanne Rhymes and you know, Garth Brooks and different people like that. Like it wasn't just like R&B for me because I grew up multi, like in a multicultural kind of situation, you know? Right, right. And so, um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I think not to go too far off the topic, but I just, I don't think that it it was something that I realized. I think it was something that I was just born with Mm -hmm. because my family always said before I was talking, I was singing. So just imagine right. a baby like singing melodies but not saying a word, you know. So <laughs> yeah, I get, I've I always get it. knew music was a part of like my calling. Now I listen to the Clark Sisters a lot. They have a song called Instrument. Now I like mm-hmm. to describe your voice as like a complete instrument. It has its mind of its own, has its own type of power. How did you get your voice to the perfection that it is now? You might not think it's perfection because you know, of course, we all have our yeah. own insecurities, but yeah. Um, Well, I think for me, because like, if anybody that has been following me since like MySpace and the sound click era, Mm -hmm. um, they know that I was recording a lot of my stuff on a desktop computer with a headset mic, you know, right? no effects and just like really singing everything and stacking my vocals and just like with no effects. So I think like, 
me doing it so much, it kind of like fine-tuned my ear to where it's yeah. like when I go into studios now, like I'm just doing things in like one take and just like, wow. okay, next, okay. Uh, you know, and even being out here in Korea, like they're just like, it's funny, like when I record with people and they're just like, wow, you're so fast. Like, yeah, you know, because I, I did a song yesterday and we had finished in like an hour and I had wrote it and sung it and arranged it and all of that in an hour. And they was just like, Talented. what the heck like whoa like that's crazy so you know i think because of those humble beginnings and just like learning how to record myself and mm -hmm. how to stack to myself and just i mean i go back from the days when you had a cassette tape player and <laughs> you had the right side ear of your headphones and you was recording on the cassette tape and mm -hmm. then you switched the cassette tapes and then you played the one and you start harmonizing with it on the other cassette tapes and then you uh -huh. switch it again and then you put the third harmony on the cassette like oh that's where i Old started school. so harmonies have always been like a part of like who I am. It's like when I was nine, ten years old. So I was doing it myself. So I've always recorded myself like secretly because I was kind of scared to sing in front of people because my voice was so high. So right, like yeah, so scared. Well, speaking of work, of course, a real fan knows that some of the artists you have worked with, including Keisha Cole, Brandy, Tamar Braxton, my fave. I love her so. Fucking much, tell her I love her and many more. But how did those opportunities happen for you? Um, it's it's crazy. Well, the first person that I worked with out of those people was, of course, Brandy. Um, I was, as you know, recording stuff on my desktop, and one of the songs that I did, um, it got placed on this group called Menudo, mm -hmm. and. I don't know if anybody remembers, but MTV did like a making of the band and they took Latin singers and remade the group Menudo, which okay. Ricky Martin was a part of. And so mm -hmm. that was like my first time like shooting for reality TV is actually recording them in the studio, recording my song. Oh, and wow. um, the people that signed them was this guy named Brandon Creed. And I remember like, leaving the session we recorded the song and brandon was taking me to my hotel you know to pack my stuff because i was flying to atlanta he's like oh so you're not going back home you're going to atlanta what you doing in atlanta i was like man i'm you know just gonna be recording you know i really want to try to get on this uh this brandy album mm -hmm. and he was like brandy <laughs> like yeah and so he was like you like brandy i said i love brandy he was like I just signed Brandy. Whoa. And I'm like, huh? He's was, like, no, I, I literally just signed Brandy to Epic. So it was his, you know, it was his artist. And mm -hmm. that's how, you know, um, the Brandy situation came about. Um, acapella something's missing. Shout out to Brandon Creed. And um, let me see. Tamar. I think after that was, it was Tamar. Mm, it, Tamar and Keisha was around the same time. Okay. Um, I signed my deal with uh, Sony, and my point person was like, um, who are the people that you want to work with? And I was like, you know, I really want to work with Tamar. And he was like, mm, 
you talking about Tony Braxton's sister? I'm like, yeah, Tony's sister. And he was like, she's not signed. I was like, I mean, what? I don't care. I don't right. mind, you know, working with her. Like, there's somebody that I want to work with. And, of course, I had a list of other people. But he was like, all right. He was like, I'll reach out to Vince and, you know, make it happen. And, but just remember, this does not go towards your MDRC. Because, you right. know, when you're in a publishing deal, it's kind of like the only thing that count towards, like, you getting out of your situation or commitments is if the artist is signed. So mm -hmm. if an artist comes out that's not signed and is independent, like, they'll collect the money, but it doesn't count towards, like, your song commitment that you have with uh, okay. the actual publishing deal, basically. Oh, so it okay. was really just me going out of faith and believing like she's just amazing i just want to work with her and that was just that i didn't care that it didn't but you know the way god had it okay amen she ended up getting signed to epic and you know those songs counted towards my commitment and you Period. know um that was a good what seven eight songs on that album the love and war album so you know that's how that happened with her and then Ooh. keisha cole um, I was, I'm very close friends with uh, Elijah Blake. I call him Red. He's but amazing. Um, he's amazing. He was like, yo, T, you, you in LA? I'm like, yeah. He was like, come to the studio. I'm with Keisha. And I'm like, Ooh. all right, cool. And so I get to the studio. And so he's like, yo, Keisha, this is TC. This is, you know, who I was telling you about or whatever. And so... She was like, oh, nice to meet you, T. And so he was like, actually, you know that song that you love by Brandy, Wish Your Love Away? Mm -hmm. He wrote that. Oh, she was my like, God. You wrote that record? That is my favorite Brandy record. My and I was like, yeah. yeah. So I was like, I'm gonna, like, thank you. I appreciate that. So he was like, yo, T, can you um, ladies background vocals like on this song? And she was like, wait, um, can you sound like a girl? <laughs> and so I was like, Sure, I'm playing with you good. And so she was okay. like, all right. And he was like, Keisha, don't worry about it. Just let him go in there and do him. Okay. So I was just knocking out the harmonies. Boom, 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 boom. Damn. I came out and she looked at me. She was like, mm, well, okay. <laughs> was, she okay. A little, was she a little ratchet like people say she is? Like where you were? She's super. No, she's like super sweet though. And one thing I will say about her is that like if she rock with you, she really rocks with you. And, you know, like. You can really tell that she's just a sweet person that she loves. And, you know, people has done her just like crazy. Mm -hmm. So she probably has like trust issues and which is why people be like, oh, she ratchet. But she's really not. She's just like, she's sensitive, just like uh, a lot of artists are. You know what I'm saying? Course. And, you know, she's entitled to that. But she's like a super sweet person, though. Like a super sweet person. Oh, that's so good. And what song did you work on with Keisha exactly again? It was Wonderland. I did backgrounds on Wonderland. And Amazing then, album, too. Yeah, Woman to Woman. But I ended up being at Rodney's studio. I was working with Rodney. Mm -hmm. I was walking out the studio, and Keisha was coming out the main room with Rodney. <laughs> and she said, Rodney, you know TC? He can sing his butt off. Yo, that record we just did, can TC go in there and do the backgrounds on her? And so he was like, I mean, TC, you want to do the backgrounds on her? I was like, I mean, that's cool. She was like, I'll be back in like an hour. That's right, I Keisha. I went in, 
I went in, laid all the backgrounds on the song. She came in and she was like, damn, you done? <laughs> like, right. yeah, I'm done. So she heard it and that's what we have, uh, Stubborn. And so like all the background, she kept all the backgrounds, like being Work me. And what I really loved about her is that she was, she's an artist that um, every time that I've worked with her, she's always, she was always willing to come out of her pocket to pay me. But I'm like, no, I'm good. Like, I, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But just for an artist to be that humble and be like, look, I'm going to go in my motherfucking purse to make sure you pay because you did this for me as a solid. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's right. the kind of person that she is because not everybody is like that. Mm-hmm. You know They're what I'm not. saying? Exactly. And she handles her business. She made sure my name was in the credits for backgrounds. Like, around like she's a real one she was real yeah she's a real one and then you know she called me a couple more times to you know do backgrounds and stuff like that and i just do it for the love because like not too many people treat you like that in the industry and not too many people want to put your name for stuff that you actually do you know what i mean so of course you know, like I'll to take, later. listen that's, that's good that's good so now out of them were any of them your most memorable and favorite experience or is it somebody outside of them that you would say is your favorite experience working with the artist i think um i have a lot of memorable experiences with all of them of course more with tamar because like we literally did all her albums like i recorded them on my laptop you know what i'm saying oh from love and war to the christmas album to let's stop right um, there that christmas album tc you did not have to do that and people yeah. need to stop sleeping on her christmas album because I sit it up there with Mariah's Christmas album every year. Like I play those two Christmas albums back to back. Like Tamar did amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, you know the Christmas album, and then Calling All Lovers, and then the last one, Bluebird of Happiness. Like I recorded all of those. I engineered those records. I'm singing backgrounds on almost every song. Like I vocal produced them. You know what I'm saying? So like, right, right. it's really you really get the TC experience because like I recorded it like okay all of it, you know what I mean so okay. those are like my babies but just in the in the process it's so many different moments good and and crazy and bad but you right, know right. it's all for the betterment of like the good of the record but um also a great moment that I had was actually with J-Lo mm-hmm. um she was like one of the kindest people that I've that I've worked with when it came to being in the studio. I didn't even know that she knew who I was like that. And mm-hmm. um, I just remember Rodney texting me. It was like, yo, J-Lo was just at my house going in about you. I was like, huh? What? She was like, yo, this, this kid, TC, like, he sounds amazing. Like, 
I'm about to bring him out here. Like he got to come out here, you know? Period. And so um, I ended up flying out to LA and I was working at her house for like a week. And um, I just remember like going in the booth and, you know, I was laying down some background vocals or whatever. And mm -hmm. so when I came out, she was like, TC. And I looked around like, like you talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> you talking to me? She's like, yes, how are you? It's nice to meet you. She was like, have you ate? I said, no, not yet. She was like, uh, somebody needs to see this baby. What's Period. going on? What's, what's going on? He need, to, he need to have some food. And then she asked me to lay down some background vocals on like a couple of songs that she had already recorded. Okay. And yeah, it's just crazy. And we just had a great moment. Like we literally talked about a lot of stuff. Um, you know, she told me how great my voice was and she honestly was like real with me. She was like, look, I know the songs that you wrote for me. She was like, I ain't, I ain't gonna sing them like that. I'm just gonna tell you, but I'm gonna do me because okay. I'm comfortable in who I am and I, you know, I'm gonna sing it the way that I sing it. Right. But, uh, you got a gift and I'm just gonna let you know. You Listen, can sing your butt off. Shout right. out to J-Lo. Shout out to her. She, she has had a impeccable career herself you know from acting to music she does it all so shout out to j-lo now yeah, without giving any names what is the most negative experience you've had working with the artist now unless you want to give a name you know but you know i for the safety of an artist or you know not starting the drama because yeah, you know they'd be so quick to cuss me out on on the instagram and the twitter okay if i if i tell the truth about anything so um, I think like one of the, I'll give you a couple. One of the craziest experiences, um, I was working with this artist and they had another artist, a girl group, and they were mm -hmm. signed to, well, I ain't even gonna say that, but they were, you know, I was doing a lot <laughs> of their vocal direction and stuff like that. And, okay. um, this artist became a little... I wouldn't say intimidated, but it, it, it was kind of like, I don't, intimidated. I, I, in, I, I don't know. <laughs> Long story short, um, I just remember it was like a studio full of artists. And um, I remember being at the board and me like vocal coaching, you know, the, the girl group and, um, they was just like talking like crazy to me like the whole time and mm -hmm. and I was just kind of like mm, what's going on and keep in mind um I had just flown to to Florida you know mm -hmm. I wasn't even there to work with them but the artist had called me I was like you know TC can you please come and vocal produce our single that we about to put out we know like nobody's right. gonna make us sound the way that you do and I was like, yeah, I don't mind, but you like, y'all gotta come pick me up from the airport because exactly. I got other people that I'm supposed to be working with. Mm -hmm. Went there at the record plant and then um, recorded all night with them. And 
they call me the next night like oh they want to make changes and i'm like well i'm not wow. really here for y'all but i'll talk to the producers that flew me out and mm -hmm. if they cool with it i'll come and they was like nah tc go ahead do your thing so i finished the song that i was working on went back to the studio another night keep in mind i have not been to my own hotel you know mm -hmm. like i still have my bags with me because that session the first night lasted all night to the point where my session in the morning i left that session to go to another session and Working then they day. called yeah they called me like yo we need you back so it's like literally 24 hours of like me working, going back and forth between, you know, sessions and studios and having little naps in between. And so that night they, um, they decided to let me know how they feel, you know, in front of everybody in the room and was like, don't you got, don't you got hits? And I'm like, no, I don't have hits. And this mm -hmm. is when I'm, you know, first starting out. He was, and then it was like, mm okay and then he was like then he was like i mean do you want me to leave the room because i mean <laughs> i can leave the room but if i come back you're gonna have to do this shit over again and i'm looking like what the fuck is going right. on like i'm i'm confused where the snapping is going on but you know people get a little liquor in their system and then yeah. you know people are kind of like you know because i never i don't drink you know what i mean so exactly me neither people act a little weird when they get a little, you know, liquor in their system. And Trust long me. story short, I I, um, I'm like one of those people that will walk out of a session if I feel like I'm being disrespected because like, uh, I deserve to be treated with respect because I treat everybody with respect when it comes to recording. And it doesn't matter who you are. Like, I'm not about to sit and let somebody like humiliate me in a room full of people and so i got up and i told them i said you know i appreciate you for the opportunity and i think that you are amazing but um i'm gonna get my stuff and i'm gonna go and y'all can record this on your own so i got my bags and i left i went to the front told my people to come get me session is over next thing i know the artist comes in and has a gun Oh, and no. decided to to try to intimidate me with a gun and i just looked at him and i was like you know you're crazy right i said okay and i walked right past him Period. And my my ride was there and you know i got in the car but that was probably one of the craziest experiences that i've ever had i've had artists like be drunk also and like kind of do the same thing like yell at me while they're in front of people to kind of like make themselves look cool and so immature yeah and i'm just like trying to just get through it and i'm biting my tongue and different stuff like that to where i have a breaking point and be like mm, give me my drive i'm about to leave Period. and then it's like it's always my fault when i decide to not you know be yelled at as if i'm getting paid on time so yeah you know um if your checks ain't coming when you're supposed to and it's five months out and you still ain't paid me and you think that you're going to just like talk to me any kind of way, that's just not going to happen with me. And so, right. yeah, it's, it's, 
this industry has a way of trying to break you down you know I, of course you know i keep a strong face but there's been times where i, I happens right and i understand you know that's very unfortunate now the writing skills you possess are impeccable like we were talking earlier how did when did songwriting begin for you exactly um i want to say like a year before I, I did acapella something's missing for brandy okay now speaking of songwriting you worked on music with the incredible and late great LaShawn daniels how was that experience um well I don't know if many people know, but LaShawn actually vocal produced my first record to ever come out, which was the Brandy Acapella Something's Missing. Oh. And so, you know, he had heard about me like before that because, you know, covers and stuff that I put online. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he was a a big supporter, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't right, know if people right. remember me putting out mixtapes and stuff. You know, he did a video talking about, yo, shiz, I'm, yo, T-Sizzle, he used to call me T-Sizzle. Yo, T-Sizzle, <laughs> I'm so oh. proud of you. They gonna, they gonna wake up on you, fam, but you, you the one. Them vocals is crazy, you know? Exactly, so, sound just like them. Shizzle. <laughs> so, but yeah, T-Sizzle. I've um, always enjoyed seeing you, him, and Tamar on TV, of course. Now, how did TV come about, and are you considering going back? How did TV come about? Well, I've done a couple of shows. Like, I did The Sheards with Rodney and Kiara Sheard. I watched and that. Then, yeah, and then, of course, the Menudo thing. And then um, a lot of people know me from the Braxtons, of course. Yeah. But, you know, I think every situation that I've had when... In, it came to TV, it just ended up happening. It wasn't like, oh, I want to do TV. Like, that's not something that just made me yeah. be like, oh, I want to mm -hmm. be on TV and I want to do that. It just happened, you know? Right. And it just so happened that people love the dynamic and just like me being on there and how we interact with each other, me and Tamar. And, you know, it just ended up being a thing. But um, right, right. yeah, I'm just myself, you know? And, and I love that. Um, yeah. But no. yeah, I mean, I love TV, but it ain't really, you know, it's not I want to do, yeah, I want to do voiceover work and I can act, you know, I'm an entertainment kid. Like I took theater, I've done a lot of things, so I definitely want to act, but you know, doing reality TV and like drama stuff, that's not something that I want to be a part of. I've had offers to be a part of certain shows, but mm -hmm. um, my main thing was making sure that if I was going to do a show, it has to be positive with a right, positive right. message. And mm -hmm. I don't want to be in a situation to where it's people kind of like trying to bring everybody down and be in a right. negative space because that's just not something that I want to do. Right. Now, speaking of the Braxons, let's talk about my fave, Tamar. I love her so much. You've worked with her before, writing, producing, laying vocals, all of the above. Have you guys worked together recently? I would love to hear something soon and so you know no i think that that ship has sailed um, oh no yeah oh but well. you know i wish her the best i'm sure she is out here killing it but i wow no. okay yeah, well we'll leave it there happen. love yeah. you tamar always will but hey do you still um vocal produce at all and if so any notable girls 
Absolutely, I still vocal produce. I like I've been in a different market though now. Like I've okay. been doing um, K-pop and um, recording for them, and mm-hmm. it's been I saw it's that. been very crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like they still sell like physical albums. You know, like, hell yeah, the people. And they America come out still struggling too. to to get 10 20,000 copies sold, you know, and <laughs> right. You know, people is over here is still selling hundreds and hundreds and sometimes millions of records. So, like it's definitely been um a crazy ride and I've I've definitely sold more here than I did when I was in the states. So, right. I'm I'm okay where I'm at. <laughs> well, that's good and I'm proud of you. So continue to do your thing with that. Now I'm a um we're we're about to close it out a little bit. Um the last big thing I have been dying to ask you, you know, of course, we've we've loved that friendship and that relationship, working relationship between you and Brandy. And we know that you guys had something a few years ago. We won't get back into that, but have you guys talked or are you guys working on anything either? I, you know, I've been so far removed from anybody in the United States. Like, I've just been over it. But That's as good. far as, like, me and Brandy, we actually talked, what, last year? That's and um, she called. We had some great words for each other. There were apologies to that were made and, you know, um, accountability oh, that was taken right. on, you know, both ends. And I think that we moved on in a great space. Like, I'm unblocked. She went in and unblocked me. So, you know. <laughs> Shout out to Brandy. <laughs> Shout out to you, girl. And, you yeah, know. So, course. she, you know, it's it's commendable. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I definitely appreciate it. Yeah, growth. You know, people don't want to stay in the same place. Like, mm. I'm not mad about certain things. You know, I say what I say and then I move on, you know. And it is what it is. But, you know, when you love somebody, you just always genuinely love them and that's with tamar brandy or anybody that i grew up loving as a kid because i mean that's who i used to listen to when i was a child so it's always love there you know what i'm saying but you know it is what it is and you know they're doing their thing and they're being successful in their own right and i'm doing the same thing so well, amen, amen to that. I'm always still going to root for you to work with Monica. And I keep trying to tell her she keep ignoring you know, me. I no, won't. like we actually be having, like the last conversation we had <laughs> in the, our Twitter DL was like, look, <laughs> go on and look, listen, don't, come on, stop playing. She you needs know, to stop send playing. Send them to my email, send them to my email, you know, so, <laughs> you know, we always pull talk about her. it, just never get, I'm gonna have to pull, you know how she pull up on me, I'm gonna just uh-huh. pull up on her That's with the right. white sandals and sit outside <laughs> on the curb by the studio, be like, Monica, come on, let's, let's hear these records, you know what I'm saying? But nah, she cool. <laughs> what if she opened the door? She be like, "Don't come knocking at my door. I got something." Uh, uh, right. <laughs> and then I'm gonna have to kick down the door and play the track. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, let's end it out by playing a short game called "Sing a Song." I'm going to name an artist, and you just give us about five seconds of the first song well, I that hope comes I can, to mind. I hope I can think of these songs now. Some people, Anything. I love these songs, but I don't, I don't be, no, okay, five seconds. <laughs> okay, let's go. <laughs> Brandy. Um, 
Have you ever somebody so much it makes you cry? Mm, Beyonce. Um, baby, I love you. You are my life. My happiest moments weren't complete if you weren't by my side. Mm, mic drop. Mariah Carey. Um... Uh, uh -oh. okay. Hold on, hold on, wait. There's one song that I really, really love. Um, okay, let's get it. Oh my god, I'm excited. Uh, and um, I'm trying to find the right part. It's when she go, Oh my god, so far away. People don't know about that song. Yeah. Woo. People do not know about that song. Get hip, y'all. Vanishing. Song. One of her first songs, actually, or if not the first. Was it the first? Or it was close <laughs> yes. to it was I think that around. was the first album. That was the It was, was yeah. Yeah. And let's talk, let's leave it off with Tamar, of course. Um The first song that ever comes to my mind when I think about her is um Mm, mm, mm. Trying to find the right part. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, Ooh. that's like my one of my favorite songs by her. Mine too. Like Tate, no, she plays more games either. Like, she sings. She's. She sings so I will so. say she's one of my favorite artists that I've ever worked with vocally because it was like Sounds we like she we to. she does. We just we have we have a great chemistry. You know what I'm saying? We just have a great chemistry, and like I feel like nobody makes her sound the way that I do. I mean, Amen. even if it just is what it is, we just have a thing, you know what I'm saying? Period. And, um, she's amazing. Like she, you know, I still, I still think she's one of the best singers I've ever worked with. Mm. Her voice well, is amazing. It is it what is. it is. It is what it is. And people need to stop sleeping on her. And they do. I'm going to hope for that relationship to, you know, come back to life for another album at least because I have to have it from you guys. Y'all just make, you know, angelic work. I put it like that. Speaking of, I'm going to go listen to it. Me too. <laughs> I put it in God's hands. And Me do too. Now, this is going to conclude our interview. I want to thank you so much, TC, and continue to show my gratitude. For you doing this for me, I really do appreciate it. I love you. I'm always going to look forward to anything you got going on in the future. And I'm going to speak nothing but positivity over you and anything Thank you got you. going on. And I'm going to go ahead and let you introduce one of your songs from your album. It can be any song. I'm going to go ahead and play it for the people. And once again, thank you. Well, thank you for having me. So just go on and kick it off with your favorite song or one of your favorite songs from the album, Rain. Right? 
days I move like water. Some days I burn like fire. Some days I wanna push further. Some days I wanna do nothing. I just wanna be the best me. Even though sometimes we may disagree, so that I can be the best for you. This all I wanna do. I'm going through changes. I'm going through changes. I'm going through changes. Don't mean that I changed. Yeah. Sometimes I go to sleep early. Sometimes I can't close my eyes. Sometimes I smile like it's all good, even though there's pain underneath it. I just wanna be the best me, even though sometimes we may disagree. So that I can be the best for you. It's all I wanna do. I'll be going through changes. I'm going through changes. I'm going through changes. Don't mean that I change. I'm going through changes. Going through changes. I'm going through changes. That don't mean that I change. Still got me singing all these changes. But that don't mean that I change. Oh.